This week on The Con Gamer, my review of Resident Evil 5. So welcome everybody to episode 15 of The Con Gamer. And this week we're taking another, you know, we're slowing things down a little bit, just talking about one concentrated thing, and I want to talk about Resident Evil 5, basically. So the whole episode is basically going to be our Game Over segment, which is basically my review section of uh, the podcast, wherein I talk about whether or not I want to finish the game. So, you know, um, Resident Evil 5. Um, you know, I've, I've looked at reviews as usual and have seen other people's impressions of the game. And as much as possible, I don't want to, you know, make other people's opinions affect my own opinion of the game. That said, what has been basically the verdict of um, Resident Evil 5 thus far and, you know, it's a mixed bag, quite honestly. Um, a lot of people like it, a lot of people hate it, um, but basically the consensus is is that it didn't really live up to Resident Evil 4. And that was basically the big question um, before Resident Evil 5 came out, whether or not it can live, um, live uh, what do you call this, um, live up to expectations uh, set by Resident Evil 4, which is... Still, I guess, um, even after Resident Evil 5, the gold standard of all Resident Evil, 5, uh, Resident Evil games. Um, I myself am a very, very huge fan of the series. Um, this and Street Fighter are probably my favorite um, IPs of Capcom of all time, together with Mega Man. Um, I should say favorite, you know, um, basically, how should I put it? Um, very popular series of Capcom that are still popular to this day. Um, so, you know, for me, going into it, I can't help but be biased towards this game. Um, but that said, it's kind of strange too because I really, really love Resident Evil 4. And if everybody's expect expectations, including my own, were really, you know, basically... What do you call this? Um, wait, I, I sort of lost my tra trail of thought, sorry. Um, basically, I expected Resident Evil 5 to be as good, if not better, than Resident Evil 4. Now, a lot of people said no, and everybody, all, every, all the reviews seem to point to a no answer. Um, but, you know, for me, I would tend to agree. I would have to say that perhaps um, Resident Evil 5 did not do what Resident Evil 4 did for the whole series of Resident Evil. Basically, Resident Evil was just a breakthrough success in terms of everything. It changed a lot of things about Resident Evil, um, mainly to say the control scheme and how everything played, the gameplay mechanic itself. And, you know, it just basically scored a very uh, home run because, you know, um, for those who are unfamiliar, um, before Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil was all about the fixed camera um, treatment of the game, wherein up was always forward, but because you're given fixed um, perspectives in the game with different, what do you call this, camera perspectives, basically, the up button can be quite confusing, can be quite unintuitive. Um, sometimes you'd be pressing forward and you're... Your, your character will move towards the camera. Sometimes you'll be pressing forward still and your your, ca your character is moving away from the camera, which is very, very difficult to get your mind wrapped into. I mean, it's so completely unintuitive. Yet, despite that really, really crazy, you know, bad, 
I guess, control mechanic. Resident Evil, before, prior to Resident Evil 4, was very, very well accepted and quite a huge, huge success, even before Resident Evil 4. Um, I don't know how well Resident Evil 4 sold compared to Resident Evil This week on The Kong Gamer, my review of... Resident Evil 5. So welcome everybody to episode 15 of The Kong Gamer, and this week we're taking another, you know... We're slowing things down a little bit, just talking about one concentrated thing, and I want to talk about Resident Evil 5, basically. So, the whole episode is basically going to be our Game Over segment, which is basically my review section of uh, the podcast, wherein I talk about whether or not I want to finish the game. So, you know, um, Resident Evil 5. Um, you know, I've, I've looked at reviews as usual, and have seen other people's impressions of the game, and as much as possible, I don't want to you know, make other people's opinions affect my own opinion of the game. That said, what has been basically the verdict of um, Resident Evil 5 thus far? And, you know, it's a mixed bag, quite honestly. Um, a lot of people like it, a lot of people hate it, um, but basically the consensus is is that it didn't really live up to Resident Evil 4. And that was basically the big question um, before Resident Evil 5 came out, whether or not it can live um, live, uh, what do you call this, um, live up the expectations uh, set by Resident Evil 4, which is still, I guess, um, even after Resident Evil 5, the gold standard of all Resident Evil, 5, uh, Resident Evil games. Um, I myself am a very, very huge fan of the series. Um, this and Street Fighter are probably my favorite um, IPs of Capcom of all time, together with Mega Man. Um, I should say favorite you know, um, basically, how should I put it? Um, very popular series of Capcom that are still popular to this day. Um, so, you know, for me, going into it, I can't help but be biased towards this game. Um, but that said, it's kind of strange too because I really, really love Resident Evil 4. And if everybody's expect expectations, including my own, were really, you know, Basically, what do you call this? Um, wait, I, I, I sort of lost my tra trail of thought, sorry. Um, basically, I expected Resident Evil 5 to be as good, if not better, than Resident Evil 4. Now, a lot of people said no, and everybody, all, every, all the reviews seem to point to a no answer. Um, but, you know, for me, I would tend to agree. I would have to say that perhaps... Um, Resident Evil 5 did not do what Resident Evil 4 did for the whole series of Resident Evil. Basically, Resident Evil was just a breakthrough success in terms of everything. It changed a lot of things about Resident Evil, um, mainly to say the control scheme and how everything played, the gameplay mechanic itself, and, you know, it just basically scored a very uh, home run because, you know, um, for those who are unfamiliar, um, before Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil was all about the fixed camera um, treatment of the game, wherein up was always forward, but because you're given fixed um, perspectives in the game with different, what do you call this, camera perspectives, basically, the up button can be quite confusing, can be quite unintuitive. Um, 
sometimes you'd be pressing forward and your 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 character will move towards the camera. Sometimes you'll be pressing forward still and your your ca- your character is moving away from the camera, which is very very difficult to get your mind wrapped into. I mean, it's so completely unintuitive. Yet, despite that really really crazy, you know, bad I guess control mechanic. Resident Evil before, prior to Resident Evil 4, was very, very well accepted and quite a huge, huge success even before Resident Evil 4. Um, I don't know how well Resident Evil 4 sold compared to Resident Evil 2, 3, and the others because I know those, you know, those two games had massive, massive sales. But, you know, definitely Resident Evil 4 is the most critically acclaimed of all Resident Evil titles. And I guess it's going to hold that title through even after Resident Evil 5. Now, of course, back to the topic, right? Um, Resident Evil 5, is it a bad game? Is it a good game? What? What what happened? I mean, to me, really, when I played the demo, and I mentioned this a couple of episodes ago, it was a very, very good game. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. And I think it was, um, in a well in its way, to becoming quite a good successor for Resident Evil 4. Um, You know... I mean, I, I I just don't understand what all these people are talking about. Um, the first um, critique with the game, of course, is the story. That there is no story to this to to Resident Evil Five. Um, you know, um, some reviews have said that you shut your brain or whatever, and you know every, everything's going to be okay. The dialogue's very trite, very you know melodramatic, very. Campy, I guess that's the word. Um, but you know, for me, that is so a non-issue because Resident Evil has never been about the story for me. I mean, I know nothing about the details. I know I don't know exactly who Spencer is, Marcus is. I don't know who Ashford is, or, and all these crazy characters. The only real characters I know about are Chris Redfield, Leon Kennedy, Wesker, of course, Jill Valentine, Claire Redfield. And, you know, just basically knowing the cast is enough to appreciate this game. And to be honest, I mean, Resident Evil 4 didn't have much of a story either. It was, I guess, a little bit more safe in the story side because it took Leon Kennedy into a completely different setting, completely outside of the T-Virus, completely outside of Umbrella, whereas... Resident Evil 5 took on the very, very difficult challenge of taking on this very convoluted and crazy, stupid um, story of Resident Evil, which is all about the Umbrella Corporation and how Wesker fits in and how, you know, all of this conspiracy theories and some crazy shit, you know. And basically, having to take on stuff like this, which is sort of reminiscent to me of MGS, Four, which tried to tie in everything. I mean, Resident Evil 5 is trying to do the same thing, tying in all these loose ends, um, basically making sense of out, out of all the nonsense that has been, you know, proliferated into the Resident Evil canon. And, you know, that just doesn't um, bode well for the people who are trying to narrate the story. You're basically um, faced with having to tie in very complex themes, very complex story plots, and yet you're still trying to create a very, very fresh story. And which Resident Evil 4 didn't have to worry about because it just basically, you know, completely reset the button and gave you something else, something completely new. It was all about Leon um, rescuing the 
president's daughter and basically all these zombie crazy Las Plagas stuff had to happen to him and that was all just you know I guess a backgrounder for just being able to you know um, complete a certain mission which is you know rescuing the daughter I honestly have no idea what happened save for that I was just killing some zombies and trying to rescue um, the president's daughter and that was pretty much it that's all the story I needed from Resident Evil 4 and from Resident Evil 5 and I have gone through the game quite extensively I've already in chapter 5 of 6 of you know the whole game and which basically leaves me a good just three hours more for the game um, I've gone through the pretty much a whole game I've gone through most of the story I suppose that was there and you know I don't mind there was there is no story for me I mean there is a story but you know basically I don't really care how it all pans out how it all goes through because I'm pretty sure Umbrella's still going to be pretty much you know omnipresent and Wesker is still going to be alive and all of that it's basically a Japanese game and you know how Japanese game uh, Japanese plots go I mean if you're like me who really really likes anime um, you know, Japanese stories are never very good. They're just, you know, it starts off with some crazy, cool, very has potential kind of story, and whenever they try to follow through with that, it all just falls apart and becomes corny at the very end. Um, I guess Resident Evil suffers from the same kind of story, I don't know, um, deficiency. It starts off very, very well um, from, you know, Resident Evil 1, I mean. I mean, it's all about this crazy zombie thing, and it's a virus, and there's actually this corporation backing it up. It all sounds legit. I mean, you know, the whole conspiracy thing is so intriguing and everything. And then, you know, when you start trying to stretch it out and make it so complex, it becomes so, so complex that now it's pretty much um, unrescuable, if there is such a word. There is no way to straighten the story out. And, you know, that for me, while a problem, actually kind of works well for the Resident Evil series as in itself because people start not to expect anything from the story and that's why Resident Evil 5 is still successful nar- as a narrative because it just tries to tell a simple story while, you know, kind of tying in the knots and everything and that's all there is. It's not trying to be very, very smart. It's not trying to you know, revolutionize storytelling in video games. No, it's not all about... It's not that at all. And to be quite honest, I mean, the best games in the world, in the industry, the best reviewed games, the best, um, you know, the most monumental, the most um, iconic, I should say, games out there, say um, Mario, say Legend of Zelda. I mean, of course, it was the first thing that's come to mind, right? But... You know, these are, they don't have a story, period, right? So I don't understand why, you know, people inject so much expectation story-wise in Resident Evil. Perhaps because it does start from a very complex and very promising um, plot um, idea, right? But I guess it never follows through. But my point is, a good game doesn't need to have good story. And a lot of games really don't. I mean, if it's a puzzle game or whatever. I mean, of course, that's a puzzle game. But, you know, basically what I'm just trying to say is story or no story, 
a good game is a good game. And Resident Evil 5 is a good game, even if it has some crazy, you know, um, plot issues, story issues. That said, I mean, you know, okay, story, fine, let's leave it at that. Um, shut your brain, just keep playing it, and it's fun. Um, the other issue with the game has always been control. And while a lot of people rejoiced at the fact that Resident Evil 4 um, remedied that to some extent, to be honest, I mean, it was still a bit clunky. I mean, if you're used to playing FPSs or third-person shooters like Gears of War and all of that, um, the controls of Resident Evil 5, I, I mean, of Resident Evil 4 and 5, I should say, are, are you know, very difficult to wrap your hand around. Um, it takes some time to get used to. There is definitely a learning curve to be met. But because, you know, FPS controls are just so streamlined. I mean, the point of those games are basically to, um, to point and shoot, right? But the point of Resident Evil is it's not an FPS. You don't point and shoot lest it becomes an FPS. I mean, it's an action-adventure game in its most, I mean, to me, sublimely amazing form. I mean, because there is... Be Precisely because the controls are very, very clunky. Not clunky in a bad way, but clunky in a purposefully designed way. And I did mention this a few episodes ago as well. That, you know, the controls are purposefully done to create the sense of panic, to create the sense of urgency in the player. Um, if you could run while shooting, if you could move while shooting, then this game would have been Dead Space. And a very, you know... Better than Dead Space still, I think, but, you know, a very similar experience to Dead Space, right? Um, maybe not as horror-filled, because, you know, Resident Evil hasn't, isn't really all that horror-specific anymore. Um, it's not scary anymore, you, you would argue, but more on that later. But basically, you know, if you made the controls of this game any different than they are now then the game would be a completely different experience. This is an example for me of very mindful and very precise, very conscientious design and control decisions made by Capcom. And I really do applaud them for this. Because, you know, no other company really, or anything I can name right now, really does risk, you know, um, having crazy control issues um, in exchange for amazing game experience. Um, a lot of people just, you know, they just bitch around and just keep complaining that, you know, ah, why can't I do this? Why can't I run and shoot and all of that? And, you know, these are people who never really appreciated Resident Evil. These are people who haven't played Resident Evil. Because if you have played Resident Evil, then you'll appreciate just how streamlined Resident Evil 5 has become. I mean, quite honestly, there are still some issues with, you know, having to press a button to run or whatever. I mean, um, somebody brought up a good point in GT trailer, um, in game trailers, wherein why not just do it sort of MGS style, wherein if you push the analog stick for this degree, then you run. If you just push the analog stick slightly, then you, yeah, then you walk there. I mean, fine, that, that's a pretty good argument, right? But in terms of having to, um, being able to run and shoot at the same time, for me, being able to run and shoot in a Resident Evil game will just completely kill the whole point of Resident Evil, right? So, you know, for all those people who have said that, I, I do believe, I sincerely, sincerely believe that they're the types who never really enjoyed Resident Evil. Because even back in the day, when the 
controls were really, really terrible. I mean, inarguably terrible. There was just this charm, this, you know, this amazing feeling that you get, this rush from Resident Evil that, you know, zombies just keep storming you and they're so fast and everything. And you have no choice but to stay still while they're coming at you and shoot them and hope to God that you stop them before they get to you and kill you, right? I mean, that, for me, Resident Evil does that the best. And I guess it's the only one that actually really does that and that's why it is the best. And it's an amazing feeling all the time and you know it's the same feeling i got from resident evil 4 that i'm getting in resident evil 5 so i'm very very happy um i did have some control issues before about the whole um you know l1 to draw your weapon and r1 to shoot and l2 to draw your your knife and r1 to, to basically swing your knife um that was pretty much remedied by going with the Resident Evil 4 um, control. So basically now what I'm doing is um, L1 draws my uh, my knife and Square um, uh, swings my knife and R1 draws my weapon and Square shoots my weapon. So, you know, um, still not as streamlined as I would like it, but, you know, it's very familiar. I mean, I was very, very used to that sort of control scheme back in Resident Evil 4, so now I'm very, very comfortable doing that again here in Resident Evil 5. And it's all fun. I mean, you know, it just took me 30 minutes or whatever to get used to it, and basically now I'm shooting kneecaps after kneecap and just punching and uppercutting and doing whatever with zombies at will. Um, I mean, that's, that's a kind of player I am. I don't shoot everybody as much as I can. I shoot, then melee attack them and that was really what was so satisfying to me in Resident Evil 4 and it's still very satisfying to me in Resident Evil 5 that I can actually kill zombies without having to shoot them. I mean there's just so many ways to kill all these zombies. You can shoot them, you can basically blow them up or whatever, or you can punch them and kill them, right? And that's all very very fun and you know that was what I found very very cool with Resident uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 as well. Um, the whole um, you know, close quarters thing. That was that's very very fun because there is that sense of panic that you get from having to go close to an enemy. I mean, usually what happens is you have a horde of zombies, right? Like ten of them, or okay, exaggerating, maybe six of them, right? Then you shoot one in the kneecap and it, it staggers, right? So which gives you the opportunity to to do a melee attack. But if you do that, you're basically going to this horde of zombies, and the rest of them not being stunned at all and could just hack you in a second right but you know if you do perform a melee attack if you're quick enough um that melee attack will basically stun the rest of the group and you'll have an opportunity to run back and shoot them all again all over again so that's all well and good which brings me to the whole point of game design for resident evil 5 i mean you know control issues aside still a good game story issues aside still a good game now i guess the question is what did Capcom do differently in Resident Evil 5 from Resident Evil 4? And of course, the primary um, answer of everybody is co-op. So basically, Resident Evil 5 is Resident Evil 4 with co-op. While that does mix the gameplay a lot, for me, that is not the primary evolution in the game. Um, but, you know, more on that later. First of all, you know... How about the co-op experience, right? How did I find it? I mean, to me, while Sheva... I mean, I've never played online. I've never played with a human companion yet because I am a single-player guy. I do plan to play it 
um, with somebody else um, later on um, after I finish the whole campaign first, then I'll play it with somebody else, probably on in the most difficult um, difficulty setting. But you know, for now, I mean, it's refreshing in that it creates a more a bigger sense of um, of urgency of panic, but not. But I will do. I will say that you know, not in the right way. It does create more tension having uh, somebody to have to help and somebody you know that's there with you all the time and that has health and ammo as well. And you know, I say it's not a very good way of creating tension because the AI, while brilliant at times, I mean, it will never fall under traps or anything like that, and it shoots. Impeccably. I mean, you know, it never runs out of ammo at all, even at times that you'd think it would. Um, it's artificially done because, yeah, I mean, you know, why is it so clunky? Why is it, you know, not a good way of creating tension? Because the computer AI is usually quite, quite dumb at times. Um, because a lot of times. He'll, she'll just you know waste ammo completely. I mean, I'm I myself am a am a very very handgun kind of Resident Evil player. I love my handgun ammo, the most basic weapon all the time, fully upgraded, and just kill everything right with that as much as possible, and then reserve the big guns like the shotgun for the bosses. Um, you know, the problem is when you hand her a lot of ammo, she'll just waste all of it completely. I mean, you. She doesn't even have to shoot that many bullets, yet she does. I mean, um, for me, as a conservative player, right, I like shooting and melee attacking, right? But she just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting and wasting the ammo, right? So a lot of times what I do is, what what usually happens is there's a crate, right? So I'll rush to the crate and, you know, slice it with my knife and grab whatever it is right away. Because I don't want the computer to grab it first, because if it is ammo, he'll just basically waste it on all these crazy zombies, right? Um, while, you know, that has never been a huge, huge problem, because um, Capcom has done a very good job of, you know, creating an al algorithm for item drops, that, you know, when whenever you don't have any ammo anymore, all these crazy zombies that you dispatch basically give you that ammo. Um, while that is very good, I mean... Um, it's still quite annoying how wasteful the computer AI can be. And it will be interesting once I do play with somebody online with a real person if, you know, this person is as wasteful as a, the computer, right? So that's all well and good. But, okay, so, you know, um, co-op play, definitely a very good addition for Resident Evil, I think. Um, a very good design choice. Um, it's very, very fun. It mixes things a lot and changes the strategy a bit. Um, while I guess that kind of dilutes the whole survival horror thing because there are actually now two of you instead of just one against the world against, you know, all these zombies. Um, it's still a good choice because it makes the game a lot more fun, gives it a lot more variety, a lot more charm, a lot more character, I think. Because, um, like I've mentioned before, I mean, with the rock band and everything, the whole experience of playing a video game together with somebody is, you know, very, very precious and very, very good to have. Um, that is basically what video games were meant to be, and it's good that everybody is trying to bring that back these days. Um, so that said, what do I think is the great, I mean, you know, the biggest change from Resident Evil 4 to Resident Evil 5? 
And I, I do think it is the fact that Capcom has made this very conscientious decision to make Resident Evil 5 more, or at least Resident Evil, more of an arcade experience. They've streamlined it to such a point that, you know, it is just all about the playing the game. Where, whereas, you know, older Resident Evils were basically... An, um, Slightly about the story, slightly about how getting from the start to end it is, how you know you upgrade your weapons through a whole game, what decisions you make in the game, and how that will affect you later on in the game. Resident Evil 5 basically you know chops up everything in the chapters. While you know that has been done in previous Resident Evils, this takes it to a new level because basically, after finishing one chapter. You can go back to that chapter and play it again, right? I mean, it's very, very arcadey. It's very kind of House of the Dead kind of thing, giving you a grade after every level. And if you want to repeat it, you can repeat it. And the thing is, why I say that's even more arcadey, because what you can do is you can basically keep spamming easy levels, right? Keep spamming it and getting more weapons, getting more ammo and everything, and just saving it in your inventory, which for me is kind of... You know, I, I have mixed feelings with, about it because it makes the game easy. It makes the game exploitable. It makes the game a little, you know, not too challenging as it would be. But strangely enough, you know, um, even if that is a possibility, um, being able to spam all these levels and upgrading all your weapons and just, you know, making yourself uber, uber strong, it does work to some extent only, but you know, it's still a very, very, you know, thrilling experience. I mean, it, the game never becomes too easy, quite honestly. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to judge it because while it does take away a lot of the tension that you feel because, you know, spending all those shotgun, shotgun shells can be very, very hurtful at a certain point in the game when you can spend it, you know, later on. Maybe, you know, you're hesitating to use your shotgun on all these hordes of zombies because you know there's a boss coming up and all of that. That's kind of erased by this whole mechanic um, of being able to go back and just reloading all your stuff. But, you know, for me, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a give and take thing. I like it because it makes it more streamlined. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting younger, I'm getting older by the day. And, you know, being able to play games in short bursts of time is very, very important to me. Um, that's why I like Rock Band, that's why I like all these other games that I've played lately, um, which would be like Mirror's Edge, being able to do the time trials and just playing, you know, very, very short bursts of time. I do appreciate what Resident Evil 5 has done because that allows me to do that. Basically, I don't have to go through later chapters in the story if I don't want to. I can just play a shorter um, chapter early on in the game, just basically kill everything, which is what, for me, is very, very fun about Resident Evil, being able to kill all these zombies, right? Um, so, you know, strange, strange. I can't really say. I mean, I'm not against it, though I'm not also completely for it, but whatever, I mean, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm still very, very happy playing the game, so I guess it's not a bad thing, well, I mean, the whole 
making Resident Evil more arcadey decision wasn't all that bad. And I guess the whole balancing, the whole um, you know equalizing factor in it is the computer AI, which basically can screw you in sometimes and just waste all your ammo, right? So you know, all well and good. Um, definitely, this game has lost some charm in the sense that. You know, it's no longer very, very scary. Maybe it has something to do with the setting of the game now. I mean, right now, it's not dark all the time anymore, unlike the previous Resident Evil games. I mean, it's actually set in daylight this time. And, you know, um, I guess it takes away a lot of the kind of zombie-esque survival horror and scary feeling of the game. But... You know, for me, Resident Evil has never been really scary, but more of shocking and thrilling, more of suspense. It really is... I mean, you know, I've said this before, that there aren't really any scary movies or games anymore. There are just really shocking ones, really ones that just, you know, um, not scary, but frighten you for certain bursts of time and just shock you like... Ugh! for a few seconds, right? And that's basically it. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't have any problems with that. But, you know, something I really miss from Resident Evil 4 is the merchant. I mean, you know, the weapons merchant, which, go, which sort of goes... Um, what what does he, he say again? What are you buying? I believe is his line. And, you know, I really, really miss that in Resident Evil 5 because right now the store is basically available anytime you die or anytime in between chapters. So you can just buy anything, upgrade anything, sell anything, practically anytime you want. Unlike in previous Resident Evils, it was very planned. It was very, you know, upgrade now or die or something like that, you know. And the charm of the weapons merchant was just really, really cool at the time. And, you know, this completely random person that kind of takes you out of the game but is still very well incorporated in the game into the look of the game very mysterious character who could be a villain or whatever right it was cool it was just so cool and you know it was very disappointing that they couldn't make him come back in resident evil 5 and instead put in a very very how should i put it non-organic way of doing the whole weapons buying and upgrading thing so, you know, um, that was, for me, a disappointment. Um, not a very, very big disappointment, but it does lose a lot of the charm. I mean, Resident Evil 5 lost a lot of charm in that decision. But, you know, um, what it makes up for is some crazy, crazy boss fights, really. I mean, in every chapter, you could expect the chapter to end in a very big boss fight, you know. Um... Although, in later chapters, it kind of is toned down for some reason. When, you know, when you suddenly expect all these bosses to come out, suddenly they don't. But, you know, regardless, it did give me, give me that, that feeling and that sense of dread every time I start a chapter, not knowing what comes at the very end, really does frighten me quite a lot, actually. It reminds me of the feeling I get I got in Resident Evil 2 where I never wanted to play the game because I was just so scared of the... The upcoming boss, whether or not I'll have ammo to fight it, right? But I guess, you know, how it's remedied in Resident Evil 5 is even if you die in the boss battle, you can always just grab some of the ammo you have from your inventory in preparation for the boss battle. And if you don't have any more ammo, you can just go back to a previous chapter and stock up on that, right? So anyway, I mean, 
um, compare comparing the two games, you know, is sort of fair. Yes, I do say, but you know, to call Resident Evil Five an inferior Resident Evil from Resident Evil Four, I think is you know doing it injustice because it does take a lot of risks in terms of you know put yourself in Capcom's position. After the successes of Resident Evil 4, wouldn't you want to distill the experience into what made Resident Evil 4 enjoyable to everybody? Uh, what made Resident Evil 4 a critical success to everybody, right? And I think they did it successfully. I mean, whatever made Resident Evil 4 very enjoyable as a game made it to Resident Evil 5. I mean, it's just really all these zombies, or non-zombies, I should say, killing all these zombies, having an upgrade system for your weapons very um, accessible upgrade system for your weapons, um, being able to sell all these jewelry and stuff like that. Um, although there is no combining jewelry this time and treasures this time in Resident Evil 5, which again is minus points for the charm of the game. I mean, you know, again, it's streamlined. It doesn't really bother you so much with all these puzzles, which I sort of miss, quite honestly. Minus points again for the charm of Resident Evil 5. But, you know... My point is, and you can see that happening, right? They took out a lot of the things in Resident Evil 4 and in previous Resident Evils in Resident Evil 5 and just basically really made it, and a lot of people have said this in their reviews, an action-packed game. You know, it might not be survival horror anymore. It just might be a very, very good action-adventure game reminiscent of, say, maybe Metroid and how it works in... The 3D environment it really is about just killing everybody, right? Um, so you know, not that that's a bad thing or anything, but you know, to me, to Capcom's credit, it is really trying to um, mix things up. It really is trying to change things. It, you know, Resident Evil is one of those um, franchises that I really, really respect and appreciate because it does risk a lot. It does show a lot of evolution through, you know, the iterations it's, it makes. While Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 aren't, you know, they're, they're not all that different. All Everybody has fixed cams. But there's always something different in Resident Evil games that make them different from the other Resident Evil games, right? And, you know, I think they did that quite well in Resident Evil 5 because it is. I mean, that's how I would describe it. It's a distilled experience of Resident Evil 4. And, you know... I guess, catered to people like me who don't have that much time to play games anymore because Resident Evil 4 was definitely a longer game than this because I've only been playing this game for a week and I'm almost done with it and I could I could actually finish it if I wanted to tonight. But, you know, um, again, that said, it's still a good game. The thing is, I keep smiling, I keep having fun while playing the game and, you know, talking about the graphics, it's, for me, for me, the best PS3 game I own right now with, you know, huge, huge graphics. I mean, MGS is still the most high def of them all because this game is only 720p, I believe. But, you know, graphically, this game is far superior than anything I've seen on a PS3, even way above um, Assassin's Creed, even, which supposedly has super, super great graphics, even above Killzone for me because, you know, just amazing how... You know, just looking at Chris Redfield, just looking at Sheva and, you know, the main characters, they look really, really good. Because 
I don't know. They never tried to be that realistic. It was purposefully stylistic and done very, very well, very, very tastefully. Fine, resident. Uh, fine. Chris Redfield is way too big. He kind of looks like Guile from Street Fighter now, right? But it's still a very, very good character model, if you ask me. I mean, um, looking at, I mean, it took stuff from Resident Evil Four. You know, the the toys basically that you collect. Um, it has that. Resident Evil 5 has that. And just looking at the character models of all these characters is amazing. I mean, coming from somebody who does 3D art, right? It was just so very, very enjoyable to see all these character models, most especially, and all these crazy monsters and how well they were put together. I mean, the normal mapping and how the shaders were done so that, you know, the light shines on them realistically. I mean, Crisis has nothing on this game. I mean... Crisis was just basically, you know, a challenge for your processor, right? It was just a tech demo of sorts. But, you know, in terms of art direction and how cohesive everything looks, Resident Evil 5 is just amazing. I mean, the best-looking game for me that I own so far. And well-deserved, I think. Very, very good. I mean, I have nothing to complain about, except maybe. Uh, but then again, I think this was a conscious decision, right? Um how the crates that you can smash blends into the whole atmosphere of the game is not that good because, you know, it, they look very, very, um, how should I put it, very well lit. It's like they're self-illuminated to, you know, use a term we use in 3D. Um, but, you know, they did that because it's very difficult to actually see things in this game. I mean, if they made it look so realistic, if they made it blend into the background too much, then there is that danger that players won't be able to see them and won't be able to know that they're destructible and you can find treasure and goodies inside. So, you know, again, you know, a decision I think that is well justified and contributes to this whole, I guess, mantra they're taking now of streamlining, streamlining whatever made Resident Evil 4 enjoyable. And I think they did it quite successfully and to their benefit, really, because right now, given all these reviews, given all these criticisms or whatever, Resident Evil 6 seems to be shaping up to be a really, really amazing game. If Capcom does listen to their fans, and they will, because Capcom is one of those guys, one of those developers that just do. I mean, regardless of what everything says, all the market you know, all the marketing thing, all the economic factors and blah, 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 all that crazy, crazy talk, right? Capcom really listens to their fans, and it does um, help them, really. Um, that means, you know, that's how Resident Evil 4 came out, I believe. That's how um, Street Fighter 4 evolved um, evolved from Resident... Uh, sorry, I'm mixing things up. That's how... Re Sorry, that's how Street Fighter 4 evolved from Street Fighter 3. I mean, Capcom just listening to all these fans. And if they will listen to the complaints and the criticisms of fans, I'm pretty sure RE6 is going to be some crazy shit. It's going to be how streamlined um, RE5 was together with, you know, the crazy atmosphere, crazy charm and character that... what that made, you know, Resident Evil 4 great. So I'm really looking forward to 6 already. And still, very, very much looking forward to playing more of Resident Evil 5. As a matter of fact, after I do this podcast, while maybe 
I'm rendering or you know exporting out the MP3 for this episode, I will be playing some Resident Evil and enjoying myself and just keep spamming those levels and getting my shotgun upgraded to its full potential. And hopefully you guys pick this game up too because there is no doubt that it's an amazing game. I mean, you know, if Prince of Persia merits a, uh, a purchase simply because of the graphics, I mean, this game merits a purchase simply because its intro screen is cool. I mean, it's that good. Um, and in fact, I bought a collector's edition, sorry, the limited edition um, Asian version of it, which came with a chainsaw USB, 2 gig USB, and the making of DVD. I mean, Collector's Edition, I found out, had more stuff in it, but, you know, I can do without the figurine and the the tri-cell bag and everything, and, you know, all I wanted really was the making disc. So, that's all well and good. Resident Evil 5, I don't care what everybody says, might not be the, re the evolution that Resident Evil 4 was for the series, but definitely a step above that. I mean, you know, if the two games came out simultaneously, disregarding technology, I think they're quite comparable. They just sort of took different, you know, strides in different directions. But, you know, they're very akin, they're very equal. Um, you know, people would argue that Resident Evil 4 is better, people would argue Resident Evil 5 is better, but regardless, they're very, very comparable. And that is a good sign for Capcom because they still made a very good game. Not a disappointing game at all, just different for people who expected different things. I mean, you know, those people who just kept complaining about Resident Evil 5 don't know what they're talking about. I mean, they do, but they just want to complain. I mean, the fact is, when a game is fun, the game is fun, and Resident Evil 5 is just great fun, to be honest. I mean, I could complain and bitch about Rock Band as well, because, come on, you're not giving me the complete drum set, you're just giving me four drums to hit and the bass and whatever, right? But, you know, taking all of those out, com stop complaining, just take the game as it is. It's still a very, very good game, very, very enjoyable, and very, very fresh, if you ask me. And, you know, it was surprising. I mean, I could bitch about it as well, but, you know, I can't argue with a game that's fun. And I guess the last thing I want to address um, in terms of Resident Evil 5 is really the whole racist kind of thing. I mean, I just kind of find it dumb and stupid. I mean, no offense to anybody who finds this game racist, but, you know, I just find it a little bit shallow-minded, very close-minded for people to think that this game is racist, when clearly the Resident Evil 4 game had an American shooting Spanish people in Spain, right? So why can't an American shoot African people in Africa? I mean, I guess that's all I'm going to say about it. I mean, you know, yes, it is more sensitive, I guess. You know, white people shooting black people, I guess? I, I really don't know. But, you know, I mean, for me, it's just how it's set. And the thing is, it's not about an American shooting black people because, quite honestly, the there is a partner in this game who is also black and shooting the same black people, right? So I don't really understand the whole problem with it. Um, you know, call me biased or whatever, but, you know, to me, there is no racist thing. There, is, there was no purposeful thing being done here. And, come on, it's Japanese people developing this game, and 
you know, you can't say that it, it's American propaganda or something or whatever, right? Because, I don't know, it's just quite silly. I mean, people just have to keep an open mind and, you know, everything's going to be fine. I mean, it just so happened that the character is American as if they're going to change Chris Redfield into an, to an African overnight, right? I mean, it just so happens and the storyline just points to Africa and that's where he has to be. And it's kind of just strange if you're shooting American people in Africa as well, right? So, kind of shallow argument in that whole racist thing. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Hate me if, you know, I'm being stupid or being, I don't know, American biased or whatever. But, you know, to me, it's a non-issue really. So, you know, I told you 40... I'm going on to 44 minutes just talking about Resident Evil 5. It's just that good of a game and that much to talk about. I mean, I can't wait to play this game with somebody. Um, and maybe you want to play this game with me. Um, if you do have a copy, we can hook up online. Uh, you, you, all you have to do is just email me at dokang.gamer at gmail.com. See how I did that. <laughs> and hopefully you can have fun, a lot of fun in Resident Evil. And, you know, hopefully a lot of saves. Hopefully a lot of excellent kills excellent headshots and stuff and hopefully i'll have all my weapons upgraded and just keep shooting everybody to hell all right all good all well and good so resident evil 5 definitely a pick up if there is one game or maybe two games that you have to own for the ps3 i would say it would be rock band 2 and resident evil 5 so far but you know hopefully by next week Street Fighter 4, baby, and that will be definitely my third game, I think, and I will call that right now. I'll go out of a limb and say that Resident, um, Street Fighter 4 is the other, you know, of the three must-have games for the PS3, at least. Okay, so you guys have a good week ahead. Enjoy playing video games, because that's just what video games are made for, right? Having fun. So... I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, I'll be talking about some Street Fighter next week. Some some more loving, some more Capcom loving. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you next week. See ya.